welcome, welcome, welcome to My Life, My Choice, coming to you live from Las Vegas, Nevada. Today is the 13th of February, 2019, and the hour is 1 p.m. My name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I will be your host for the next 60 minutes, maybe less, maybe more. But I'll be your host for the time that we're here together. Guys, today we're talking about are you dying to manifest your life? And there's a little bit of twist, a little bit of pun, a little bit of something in that actual title. Because it's really vitally important, but we're going to get to that. So guys, how has your week been? I hope your week has been absolutely phenomenal. I had a birthday on the 10th. I hit 59, and that was Sunday, I hit 59 years old, 59 years young, I'm 59, and I am too thrilled to be here because once upon a time in my life, I didn't actually think I was going to make it. So for me, it's a blessing. Every day is a blessing. There's something that I had read on um, Instagram, and while I actually do this in my meditation, sometimes... Or as I I figured out today, at any rate, sometimes I'm doing things by rote and I I need to be more present in it because during my meditation, I do gratitude work. However, this morning when I was going through Instagram, I saw this thing and it said about being grateful that you're able to breathe, being grateful that you're able to get up, that you're able to walk, you know, all, all all that sort of thing. And I thought to myself as I read it, yeah, I am grateful. I am grateful. And it just made me so aware that I need to check myself. And I mean, really, give myself a checkup from the neck up. Thank you, Jesse. Give myself a checkup from the neck up in regard to sometimes how I'm doing things. Because it's become very practiced for me. And I realized that this morning because... As I read that, as I read that meme, I was really, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So one of the things that I, I am going to do, or I'm going to start doing, is, and I'm going to start doing this now, uh, because, oh, speaking of gratitude, let me let me just see what that said. Speaking speaking of gratitude, um, I just saw something that flashed up. That I had written that I had written back in the day about gratitude. Okay, all right, guys, bear with me. Bear with me. Hopefully, it flashes up again. No, not so lucky. All right. Um, but anyway, I'm actually going to go and I'm going to read today's meme to you. And today's meme that I put out, and this guy's, it's really a fact. One of the things I said about this particular meme is. There is no mistake about this. Know what the desires of your heart are. Because, guys, what you start, God will finish. So start as you mean to go on, guys. Bottom line, start as you mean to go on. Once again, there is absolutely no mistake about this. Know what the desires of your heart are. Ah, know what it is that you are truly wanting. You see, we, we spoke about desire last week. And truly, desire is something that flips the switch on your choice. It flips the switch for belief. Desire is an adhesive that makes things come 
true. The desires of your heart. Desire is a powerful, a powerful motivation. As I said last week, desire can actually have you doing things that normally you wouldn't do and you don't understand why you're doing it. It's like this compulsion. It's like an uber magnet. So the meme is this. Know the desires, know what the desires of your heart are because what you start, God will finish. You, you don't get to say, hold your hand up. And I really mean this. You don't get to throw your hand up and say, no, 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 no. That's not how it works. Everything has to go to completion. Absolutely everything. It has to go to completion. You know, if you throw a rock, it has to go to completion, whatever that completion is. So, guys, start as you mean to go on. And when I say that, what I literally mean is this. Know what it is that you want. So you can set yourself on a specific pathway. So anyway, guys, welcome to the show. Once again, my name is Dr. Wendy Dearborn, and I'll be your host for the next um, 55 minutes or 54 minutes, as the case may be. Um, And today we're actually talking about dying to manifest your life. Just so you know, I am a choice expert, and I'm a clarity and laws of attraction coach. And what that means is I support people in finding out, um, I support people in finding out what, what it is that they want to do for their life and then support them in getting clarity on how to go about it, on how to go about it. And that, that's what I do. That's what I do. So are you dying to manifest your life? Come on, guys. In order for you, To have something new, something has to die. Something has to die. And it's vitally important that we actually start embracing that. So in order for you to have something new come into your life, what has gone before must die. Once again, guys, and I say this and I will keep saying this, two things cannot occupy the same space at the same time. This is whether in thought, action, deed, and or manifestation. One of the biggest challenges that many people face is they don't want to let go. And as a result of not wanting to let go, they are or you are and you will experience, um, you know, the inability to manifest. Letting go is the key to your ability to manifest what you want for your life. Letting go. And I'm not talking about letting go the desire. I'm not talking about letting go of doing the um, inspired work, the divine work, the work that needs to be done to keep you focused, the work that needs to be done to support the intention that you have set. The work that needs to be done to support your attention so you can support your intention. So letting go is the key to being, it's the key to your ability to manifest what you want in your life. And guys, this goes from anything from health to wealth and everything in between. I'm talking about romance. I'm talking about um, your home. I'm talking about anything that you want in your life. 
The key is letting go so that the new can come in. So one of the things that I, I am going to talk about briefly uh, to illustrate this point as, as we go further is looking at what happens in the cycle, the life cycle of a butterfly. Now, one of the things that we can do when we actually witness the, the, the life cycles of a butterfly, we can see conception, conception to birth. And we can see what has to happen in the process of the butterfly being born. We can see what happens so the butterfly can come into form, can come into manifestation. It's vitally important and I really mean this, it's vitally important, though, that you have an open mind, that you have an open mind and you do your due diligence. Whatever we do here, whatever, whatever I talk about here, it's about doing your due diligence. You see, the information that I provide for you, the information that I share with you, is just that it's information. It's about you taking this information and trying it on, figuring it out. How does it work for you? No, it doesn't work for me. So, you know, you kick it to the curb. Yes, it can work for me, but it can work for me in this way. What I do on this show isn't about a, a, a cookie-cutter approach to your spirituality. It's not a cookie-cutter approach to you understanding facets of yourself. It's not that. It's about giving you the cookie dough and the cutter so you can do whatever it is that you want to do for your life. So once again, for the butterfly to be born, it goes through so many, many changes. It goes through many, many changes. And just as an FYI, change literally means to make the form of something different. And that's what change, change means, to take a form that is already, uh, I'll use a thought form, that is already in process and make the form of something different in, the, in regard to what it would have looked like if you'd left it alone. So if you leave something alone, there's no change. If you actually change something, there is change. And you can tell that there is change by looking at what was before to what is now or having the sensation of what was before and what is now. That gives you, as I call them, the contrast and parallels so that you know where you are at. Metamorphosis is needed for you to manifest anything in your life. So that's what we're going to look at today, guys. That's what we're going to have a little chit-chat about today. And um, one of the things that I would say is when you hear the word die, when you hear the word die, most people automatically think of death, okay? They don't think about dying your hair. They don't think about the, the die being cast. And that's when you, you actually make a mold for something, you know, whether it be a ring, whether it be pottery, you know, that sort of stuff. When people hear the word or the words that what's going on 
it, it needs to die. Most people are left with fear, horror, and it, this is what it strikes in their heart, fear and horror. Because for most people, they understand at a very intrinsic level that death, to die, dying, is equated with loss. And for, for most people, loss is, is very difficult to deal with. It's a challenge. Loss is something that uh, 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 creates void in people's lives. Loss means that you no longer have that kind of connectivity with people, places, and things, and that kind of connectivity that will actually create or the kind of connectivity that allows your foundation to be strong. So when you and or most people hear the word death, it creates fear. And fear is a phenomenal a phenomenal thing, it's a phenomenal emotion, because fear has the ability, the true ability, to actually motivate you to do something, and or it can demotivate you, if there is such a word, not to do anything. So it can cause you to be inspired or uninspired. And fear in itself, in truth and honesty, fear in itself is not Hmm. It's not a bad thing. It's what you think about fear that makes it bad. It's what you think about fear that, that actually makes it good. It's your thought process about this. And again, it, it's vitally important to understand as we, um, as we move forward that your thoughts are the things that make it so. You know, uh, to to paraphrase Henry Ford, you know, if you think you can do a thing or you can or you think you can't do a thing, then you're right. Then you're right. It's the thinking that makes it so. Guys, your minds are so so powerful. Your mind your mind is so powerful. The most powerful thing that you have going for you is your mind. How you choose to use it. You see, guys, everything that we've got going for us isn't empowered until we actually give it power. It's not empowered until we give it power. I was saying to one of my clients this week, if you can have, you know, a uh, uh, a hoopty or a jalopy, you know, out, outside your house, or you can have, I don't know, a Maserati or, um, you know, whatever car, whatever car it is, from, as I said, the hoopty to, oh, my God, is it going to get me there, to the most luxurious car you can think of. Now, this car sitting outside of your home, you get into the car, you get into the vehicle, which means that you are now a part of the vehicle. You're in the vehicle. It's like the pulse beat, the heart of it. That vehicle isn't going to go anywhere or do anything other than allow you to sit in it until you make a choice 
followed by a, an action, which is your action is your belief and desire, followed by your, your, your action. And if your action is the right action, you'll be able to turn the car on. And from there, if you have a plan, you'll be able to set it in motion by setting your attention and setting the intention for the car. And the intention for the car is to get to the nearest freeway, get to the nearest motorway, so that you can get to the near to the next state or the next city or whatever it is. This is true of your mind. Guys, this is very, very true of your mind. Your mind is there as a vehicle. What you need to do is go into your mind and create the action so that the body, I say the body, excuse me, so, so that the belief and the desire can initiate what needs to be done so the thing that you want to come into form can come into form. As I said last week, we're all energetic beings. Everything. We are energetic beings. Everything is energy. The energy just moves at different rates. You know, the, a, a, a rock moves to a different vibration than a human being. It can be denser, but no less effective in what it does. It can be heavier, but no less effective in what it does. Everything here is perfection, and that includes you. So once again, when people hear the word die, most of them, it's horror in their hearts because um, it, it deals with loss. Now, when you are wanting something to come forth into your life, something has to leave. And guys, this, this is truly a fact. As I, I've jotted down some, some bullet points here, this is actually truly a fact because as human beings, we desire to hold on to people, places, and things. This, this is, I, I don't know where that comes from. It's something that tends to be very innate within us. We actually have to learn a process of not doing that. But as human beings, we like to hold on to things. And, and that being said, you have certain, certain countries and certain cultures where they, they take more of a minimalistic approach to their lifestyle. It is really minimalistic. But that being said, as human beings, we have this desire to hold on to people, places, and things. And this is just in case. We hold on just in case. In fact, holding on, and that's holding on to stuff, isn't actually relegated to um, just like people, places, and things. You know, like the house, the car, you know, th that sort of stuff. We also hold on to emotional things. We also hold on to emotional things. We hold on to emotional hurt. We hold on to things that we believe that have been perpetrated against us. 
We hold on to all of this stuff, guys. We hold on to all of it. And, and holding on to it isn't actually beneficial to us. It's not helpful and or beneficial to us, but we do it. We, we really do it. And we do this all the time. We do this all the time. We're always doing this. And again, it's because we want to be prepared. It's because we want to be prepared. We just don't like letting go because one day, one day, we might need that thing that we've, we, we've, we've given away. We might need that thing that we've tossed out. We might need that thing, you know, that, that, that we let go of. And so, therefore, we keep it. Therefore, we keep it. And that being said, as I started out the show at the very beginning saying simply this, no two things can occupy the same space at the same time. All right, guys? No, no two things. Absolutely, that, that's impossible. And so as a result of that, when we hold on to things, actually, we, we, we can be some serious hoarders, you know, even myself when I think about stuff, whether it's emotional and or physical, we can be some serious hoarders. But that being said, no two things can occupy the same space at the same time. So as a result of actually holding on to things, it actually slows the manifestation process. It makes it very, very difficult for the new things to come in. It makes it really difficult. And so for us, it's about letting go. For us, it's about being able to let go, being able to let go so that the old can phase out and so that the new energetic form can come in. And this is what this is all about. This is, this is what this is all about. Letting go so that it can go happily on its way and the new can come in merrily on its way. This is what it's all about. We have to die to the old. We have to die to the old so that something new can come into form. Okay, guys? We die to the old so something new can come into, come into form. I said that um, I would talk about the, the life of the life of a butterfly, because that that's really easy to um, that's really easy. I say easy. Many people have experienced that as part of their I don't know biology class, science science class. But the life of a butterfly really and truly illustrates the life of letting go, things dying, so something new can come into place. The life of a butterfly really illustrates that. So it literally, it literally um, goes from an egg. You know, another butterfly lays an egg on a leaf or, or however that goes down. You know, I really should remember this. But the life, of, the life of the butterfly is like this. An egg is laid and then that egg actually transforms itself into a caterpillar. 
It transforms itself into a caterpillar. And in order, in order for it to transform itself into a caterpillar, transform and die. The egg has to transform and disappear. The egg is no longer physically visible. The egg has to transform itself, transmute itself. It has to metamorphosis. It has to metamorphosize, perhaps that's the word. And from there, it, does, it doesn't stop there because there is a, um, there's a desired end in mind. So it doesn't stop there. No way does it stop there. It goes from the caterpillar into the, the chrysalis or, or the pupa stage. And the caterpillar has disappeared. The caterpillar is going under change. The caterpillar is undergoing a transformation within this chrysalis or within the pupa is undergoing change until such time that it breaks through now as a butterfly. And in order for it to break through as a butterfly, both the actual caterpillar and the chrysalis need to go. Both the, 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 the caterpillar and the chrysalis have, have to go, literally. Otherwise, the transformation cannot take place. It cannot take place. See, part of the actual life of a butterfly, why I actually like this, is because, as I said earlier, you can see from, from uh, start to finish the whole process. You can see from start to finish the whole process. You can see from birth to conception, um, from birth, excuse me, from conception to birth. You can see the entire thing. And so it is when you are trying to manifest in your life. It's very much like you have the, the larva stage or the, the, the egg stage. You know, the egg stage is the thought process, the seed, the thought process. And then this seed is planted where it can um, get nutrition. And then it changes. It changes form. You know, the, the seed starts to put down roots to break out of the, 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 the actual shell of itself. It then begins to push forward through the earth. And as it pushes forward through the earth, what, what springs through is, is the stem, is, is, is a small stem. And from there, it can continue growing. This is true of anything that you, that you are wanting to manifest. But the seed that you put in the ground, if you, if you dig up any, any plant that you have planted, any plant, and you did the whole germination thing, and you dig it up, you won't find the seed. And sometimes the seed can be tiny. You won't find the seed that was planted. What you will find are the roots that have been created 
And I'll tell you something. I, I spoke about I spoke about tree roots um, last week. And roots can go really, really deep. I mean, root, roots can go, what, two, 220-odd feet deep? Really deep. Roots can expand over 40 feet wide in circumference. That's absolutely huge. That's absolutely huge. So these roots are deep. So guys, in order for something to come come forth in your life, something must die. My words to you today are, don't be afraid. Be not afraid of that which needs to die so that you can have what you want. You know, if you are trying to lose weight, you can't hold on to you can't hold on to uh, perhaps the, the eating habits that you have or perhaps the eating habits that you don't have. Conversely, you might be like one of my girlfriends who, if she misses a meal, she starts panicking because she loses weight. And, I mean, she really, uh, she's somebody who has to eat. I mean, she, like, eats M&Ms and drinks, you know, Coca-Cola for breakfast. If she doesn't eat, she loses weight. And so for many people, in order for them to change, they need to die to the old. You need to die to the old you. You have to die to the old you. If you're looking for a different type of relationship or a different kind of career, if you're looking for a different health, health structure for yourself, if, you, if you're looking for something different and you are wanting change and you know what that change is, you cannot hold on to that which needs to be let go so that you can go forward and move. If you don't let go of something, it's going to hold you in place. Just like sitting in your car and not giving the car any energy, not giving it any direction, not starting it. You're just going to sit in the car the same way that you will just have these thoughts in your mind, just sitting, 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 sitting. They're sitting and waiting for you to do something. They're waiting for you to take some sort of action, an action that has direction. Because, guys, at the end of the day, you can turn your car on. But if you have nowhere to go, you're still just sitting in your car now with the car running. If you start driving, you can drive, drive, you can drive to, to, to kingdom coming back. But if you have no specific direction, you're just going to be driving. Until you set your, your intention and set your attention on focusing on the intention, which is the end journey, you're just sitting in the car and you're just spinning your wheels. In order for you to manifest what you want, you have to let go of that which you don't want because it no longer serves you. It absolutely no longer serves you. And as I said before, we're hoarders. We're hoarders and we're hoarders because one day we feel that whatever it is that we're holding on to, whatever it is that we've refused to let go, will you fill in the blank. It, it, it will do whatever for you. 
even if it's to remind you, even if it's an emotional reminder of, you know, again, fill in the blank, what's happened to you the last time. We always feel that we need this stuff. But one of the things I guess as it's popped into my head here now, one of the things that perhaps we need more of is to trust ourselves. To trust ourselves just that little bit more. To trust ourselves and know that when we die to something, it doesn't mean that our life is over. Especially if we choose to let something go. So that we can manifest what it is that we want. You know, if you look in your closet, I don't know, under your bathroom vanity, um, most people in their homes have some sort of junk drawer, some to a greater degree than others. You know, or you look under your stairs, you look in the garage, um, your garden shed, or, and for me, this is a huge one, your rented storage space. Your rented storage space. What you will actually witness is your unwillingness to let go of many things that we've stockpiled that we don't need. You know, and then when you're looking for stuff, you'll be rummaging through all of this, talking about, I need to get rid of this. This stuff's really junk. I'm not using this. But yet still you'll get up and you'll close the drawer. You'll close the door. You'll close the, 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 the you know, the garage door. You'll close the cupboard, the vanity, the vanity with all all these creams and potions and lotions and hair stuff that you've collected that, you know, you put it, you put it in your hair the first time and you're like, oh, I don't like how that smells. Instead of tossing it out, you put it under the vanity. Why? Because I might actually need it. I might like the smell one day. Or I might be out of shampoo and I might actually really need to use it. This is what we do. This is what we do. It's ironic. Many people have said to me, and this is uh, professionally and, you know, um, in my private life, many people have said to me that, you know, when, when, you know, when they throw something out, a short while later, it always happens that they, they needed this thing. If they, if they, you know, decide, well, I'm not going to, you know, let this emotional hurt continue to rule my life. What happens is somebody winds up doing the same thing to them and they hurt. And this is why many people have said to me that they hold on to stuff because they never know when it will come in handy to actually to use, whether it be, you know, a drill or, you know, what do you call these things, um, as seen on TV, um, you know, and or whether it be a, an emotional thing or whether it be something tangible, physical, that they can use because they never know. But what I'd like to say to you guys, because I, I, I've actually never said this to anybody yet, so I'm saying it to you now. What you've done is by having that, that true thought process, by having that, that, that belief, that desire, that heartfelt desire around the fact that every time I throw something out a short while later, I wind up needing it, or every time I say I'm not going to be emotionally impacted by X, Y, Z that happened to me, it happens to me again, truly seeing manifestation at its finest. You are calling this into, into your life. You are bringing it into your life by your spoken word. 
you're bringing it. So understand that, as I was saying about your mind and, and, and your thoughts, understand that changing your thought process is paramount. Although today's show isn't about that, it is about that. Changing your mind is paramount. And only you can change your mind. You know, guys, when, when, you, when you go into, as um, people have called it, the theater of your mind, when you go into your imagination, when you go within, when you go to your, your mental place, whatever term makes you feel comfortable, but when you go within, it is there that you can make the changes needed for your life. You see, as I say on this show all the time, and I am never going to stop saying this, your life is an inside job with an external manifestation. Your life is an inside job with an external manifestation. It's vitally important, guys. It's vitally important to know this. So, when you can control what it is that you want to see, when you can control your reaction to your emotional outpouring, and now I said when you can control your reaction to your emotional outpouring, I'm not trying to control your, your emotions because that's not going to happen. So when you can control your emotional your reaction to your emotional outpouring will be able to say, yes, I am able to die so that I can manifest what I want in my life. I'm able to die to the things that have gone before so that I can manifest in my life. You see, guys, dying, just, just, just like the, the, um, the lava stage or the egg stage of a butterfly, Dying has to take place. Dying has to take place so the birth of something new can come into form. Death really isn't the, the end of anything. And that, that, that's, I think, what many people fear, in addition to the loss, that death is the, um, the end and that there's nothing more. But that's not true. That is so not true. You can see that as you, 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 you look about you, even with the loved ones that have made their transition, it's not the end. It's not the end. Because if they are your loved ones, and if you are their offspring, that alone tells you that it's not the end. You are living. You are living. And you're living proof. You are living proof. Manifestation has happened. You know, the word change, and actually, and then I'll come back to death, um, you know, is the start of something new. I'll, I'll backtrack to that in just a second. The word die, we'll go there first. The word die literally means to cease, to function, to stop. Okay? To cease, to function, to stop. 
And that means to cease, to function, and stop what is happening now. Given that we are energetic beings and always in motion, die in this sense literally means to stop what's happening now so the movement can continue in a new vein or form. The word change literally means to completely transform or complete transformation of a physical form or substance. And if we we, we talk about the mind being substance versus the physical form, we can say to change means a complete transformation of mental thought processes, mental faculties, a complete and utter change. If we're talking about um, changing in life, it means a complete, uh, sorry, a physical thing. You change your, your location, where you live, etc. Et it literally means a complete transformation of the physical form. It means that where you were before is no longer where you are now. So, guys, it's vitally important to understand that death, and I'm backtracking here, that death is the start of something new. It's the beginning of something. And that something is basically taking you towards where it is that you want to be. It's taking you to the thing that you say that you want. It's taking you to the thing that you are desirous of. This is what death does for you. This is what dying to the old can do for you. So for us, it's really about getting a handle on being okay with letting go. It's getting a handle on that. And once again, it's about trusting yourself. If you don't know what it is that you are wanting for your life and wanting categorically, wanting so that it doesn't matter what anybody comes up and says to you, what anybody does to you, you know without a shadow of a doubt, this is the thing that I want. I don't care what you say. I don't care what you do. I always talk about um, Viktor Frankl, man's uh, search for meaning. Um, don't quote me. That I, I've got the, the book a little twisted. Um, but I think it's man's search for meaning. I'm going to look for that. Victor Frankl. Victor spelt with an I. Victor spelt, spelt with an I. Um, I spoke about him last week. Uh, that that's one of one of my my all time favorite books. A phenomenal man, and the book is actually called Man's Search for Meaning. If you haven't actually read it, it's something that I would actually suggest you read. He's actually a psychiatrist, and these are his memoirs of what happened to him while he was um, in a, he's a Holocaust survivor, but while he was in a concentration camp during the Second World War. So Vic, Victor Frankl, I see now, I went all off on track, and now I've got to find myself again. Um, okay, I'll, 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 I'll phrase in it, to, I'll go into it this way. Victor Frankl knew that something had to die in order for him to move forward in his life. 
He also was very instrumental and very, very successful in understanding that your mind is so powerful and that your mind can actually create your reality. Once again, it's a brilliant, it's a brilliant uh, book to read. But death in itself is the beginning of something new, and that something new has to be something that you want, something that you want more than anything in the world, something that you want, believe it or not, more than life itself, something that you are so desirous of that it pulls you just like a magnet, a mega magnet pulls, just like the Earth's stratosphere pulls, just like the Earth is magnetized to go you know, around in its circle, it, it, does it, it does its orbit, its cycle. This is how much you need to want something. You know, you need to want something in the same way in which you require your next breath. That's how much you need to desire it. And you can actually create that in your mind by knowing what it is that you want, number one. You need to know what you want. And then you need to get clarity around that. Because as I say, and I'm going to continue saying on the show, you need to know what it feels like, what it tastes like, what it smells like, what it looks like, what it sounds like. You see, when you can actually engage your five senses to anything that you say that you want, you have stepped into the realm of being able to manifest. The key then is to let go, to die to the old, so that the new can come forward. I was talking to uh, my sister, and we were talking about uh, the show, and uh, what she asked what the topic was, and I, I actually told her. And she said to me, oh, you know, the, the start of something new, you know, death is the start or the start of or the beginning of something new and then we were talking about that and then she went on to say it's like the alpha and the omega and that's the beginning and the end this is the cycle of life the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end and that's you you're the beginning of your life and you are the end of your life and there is no end because it's cyclic. It's a circle. There is no end. You are energy. You're an energetic form. You're a spiritual form. You're whatever makes you feel good. Whatever makes you feel good, guys. Energy cannot be created, nor can it be, nor can it be destroyed. You will move into form and out of form. And so it is with life. You know how, how, um, how do I, you, look guys, I'm sure that in your life, you've had things that have, that have fallen away. You've had things that have fallen away. And you didn't even realize, you know, that the, the, the letter jacket that you had from high school, you know, the, the, those, the, the funky platforms with fish in them <laughs> from back in the day, what happened to them? The last time you actually saw them, 
they were in the bottom of your wardrobe or the bottom of the closet. You don't even know what happened to them. And you've moved several times. So your thing is, they got lost in the move. Things will fall away from you as a natural process when you outgrow them. Many of the things in our lives, and that's people, places, and things, we have outgrown them, but yet still we hang on to them for dear life. And in reality, what it does is it prevents you from moving forward. You have to die to the old so that you can step into the new. So once again, there are people in your life that you need to cut loose. It doesn't have to be, um, it doesn't have to be, you know, all contentious. And sometimes it does. Sometimes you need that contention because the letting go process won't come to you. The letting go process won't come to you easily. And sometimes it needs to be contentious. Other times it doesn't. And so for you, Guys, it's about realizing that in order for you to manifest something new and to manifest means to um, change, which means to transform the physical form or substance into something that you want, whatever is going, going, whatever has gone has to cease. The function has to cease. Whatever is going on, the function has to stop. And what I mean by that, guys, is you need, to, you need to let it go. You need to cut it off. You need to cut it off. Unless you are prepared to literally die to the old, you will not experience anything new in your life. You, absolutely, you won't experience anything new in your life. To manifest actually means to be able to perceive something with the eye or to know it and understand it, to know it and understand it beyond a doubt. And what I mean by that is that knowing that nobody can tell you any different and can sway you, understanding it where you know that there is nothing more that can come to this particular understanding. It doesn't mean that you can't grow from that, but nothing more can come from your understanding. And that's beyond a shadow of a doubt. This is what it means to manifest. This is what it means truly to manifest. It's about knowing and perceiving, being able to see and being able to understand that what it is that you want can really come into form. It can come into form. So, guys, as we, as we wrap up here, as we wrap up, one of the things that I, I want to say to you is this. Uh, for those of you who are biblically inclined and those of you who are not, um, John 12, ow, I think it's 24, it says, truly, truly, I say to you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains there alone. But if it dies, it bears 
much fruit. If you have a thought process in your mind and all you do is leave that thought process in your mind, it will remain there alone and or perhaps crowded with other thoughts. If you allow that thought process to die, if you allow that thought process to die, it will bear much fruit. Sounds oxymoronic? No, it's not. When you allow that seed that is planted in your mind to die to being just a seed and recognizing that the seed can, that, that thought process can bring forth the manifestation that you want, it has already died. And something new, something new within your mind has taken its place. Sprouting mental, spiritual, emotional roots. So it can begin the process of getting on track for the thing that you want to happen in your life. Guys, you are the alpha and the omega of your life. What happens in your life begins with you and it ends with you. And every end is a new beginning. And every new beginning is an end. This is the cycle of life. This is how you live. This is how you move through life. It's inescapable. It's a universal law. It's a natural law. It's God's law. It's spiritual law. Muhammad, Buddha, Elohim, whomever. Whomever your chosen deity is and or whoever you are comfortable with, whether you believe and or not, in a creative spiritual being, it doesn't matter. You see, it doesn't matter. That's the other thing. What you feel about the spiritual processes, what you feel about the, the, the laws of attraction, nature's processes, what you feel about it, I'm being really honest, much of it doesn't matter because there is a force. And within you, there's an intrinsic knowing that actually ties you to that. You see, you came from the force, so you can't actually cut yourself from the force because nothing can be destroyed. It just moves into form and out of form. And that's all that happens. So guys, figure out what it is that you're wanting and start this process of letting go. Are you dying to manifest your life? Because if you're not, you need to. If you're not, you need to. And that's a play on words. You need to let go of things, people, and places. You need to let go of emotional hurt. You need to, to allow things that have manifested in your life to make change, to allow the change to, 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 see, to see itself through its natural fruition. You need to do that, guys. Stop mending broken fences. Go and build yourself a new fence. Stop 
mending fences. Because at the end of the day, no matter what you do, the fence was broken. So guys, manifest your life. Know what it is that you want. Engage your five senses. And guys, go for it. Go for it. So that being said, I hope you've enjoyed the show. If you actually have any questions, please feel free to email me at Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Sorry, uh, Dr. Wendy at the laws, as in the T, the laws of attraction in action.com, and that's laws plural. Um, outside of that, guys, I shall see your face in the place next week. I have a webinar coming for you shortly, and the webinar actually is associated with a course that you can do to really help you to be able to make choices to go through the process of making choices for yourself and good choices where you have clarity and understanding of what it is that you want. So look out for that. I'll keep you posted. I'm actually working on the course now. So look out for that. And until next time, guys, I love you. Thank you for tuning in. I'm Dr. Wendy Dearborn. Peace.